want apple juice. Lucas wants apple juice. I know, I heard him can say I that. Can I have apple juice? Yeah, you can have apple juice. Can I have soda? Yes, you can have soda. Can I press that button? No, you can't press that button. Why? Because that's going to play the theme song. I'm not ready to start Click. the pot. That's me. What's up, guys? James Gutman here on High Pod. I'm Dad. Welcome back to the show. We are closing out October. It is 2023. It is uh, yeah, cold. Everyone's a little sick. How you feeling? You sick? You're a little sick, right? You know how I know that? Because everybody I talk to is a little sick. And I am hesitant to say that I'm one of those people because I'm not sick per se. Uh, but I definitely have those allergies and that feeling, the coughing and just uh, the whole nine yards that comes with the up and down weather. But I feel good and I'm doing well and I am, yeah, loving life. I'm loving this year. And I got to tell you guys, one of the reasons that I sound so chipper, even though I am, I don't know, not feeling my best right now is because this has been one of the most monumental years of my life. And you guys know from a year ago, I talked about it. I talked about my catastrophic December last year. Um, I haven't gone too much into detail about things outside of, of parenting, you know, for this calendar year. But I have alluded to issues and I'll tell you guys, I like to share things about it. Remember last year, right towards the end of the year, uh, a job that I had just accepted was eliminated and everything fell apart. And then just in the midst of all that, my car died and I had no car. It was this whole um, catastrophe. It was terrible. And I remember at the time coming up with a plan. This is what I want to do, A, B, C, D. And this is going to get me not only back on track, but better than I was before. Uh, all these ideas and things to reach out to. And once I got out of survival mode, because you end up in survival mode at first when something like that happens, like, what do I have to do with this moment to make things better? So I did all those things. But once I got out of survival mode, I put my plans in motion. And this has been, without a doubt, um, yeah, I said monumental, but in many ways successful and just really just an upward trajectory this year that is on a level I never would have expected, you know? And it's one of those things where I always make this joke when things are going really well, uh, and this is one of those those jokes that I make where if my life was a movie, um, I my character would have died at the end of December because the way my life has turned around this year, it's like I, I died and it, it's like a heavenly thing. Where if I was watching a movie, I'd be like, that's so stupid. He died, right? He died in December because look, I mean, look, like all of a sudden now his life goes from this and he's great and he's happy and all these people around. It, it just feels like... Uh, like a symbolic thing. So I'm grateful and I'm happy. Um, and I'm learning really just to, to be okay with that because I always used to have issues with that. And even now I have a lot of huge things on the horizon, things that I'm going to share with you guys. Um, and I'll go into, and it's funny too, because for the last few years I've talked on these podcasts and I said, you know, I'm excited about some things and some things we talk about again, some things we don't. And there's actually reasons for that. And I will go over that with you guys eventually too, but there are big things on the horizon. So this has been a fantastic journey and I'm I'm excited and all this other stuff. And one of the reasons why I'm able to kind of like accept 
the happy moments and not fear the happy moments, which I used to do all the time. Whenever something good would happen, I would wait for something bad to happen to come and knock me off my pedestal. And it would influence kind of how I went about my life. And I'm learning not to do that. And one of the things that helps me not do that is to look back on the challenges that I faced and realize that I'm here now and realize not only am I here now, but how much better things became. And it gives you confidence in yourself. It makes you proud. It makes you excited. And I am. And in this week's blog, I talked a little bit about one of the reasons why I stay kind of in a good mood sometimes. And a lot of that has to do with my son, Lucas. He's nonverbal. He's 12 years old. A lot of people outside of my home see the challenges that come with raising a nonverbal child. We talk about this all the time. And there are challenges to raising um, a nonverbal child with autism, severe autism, however you want to put it, uh, or any child with challenges. Not just my situation, but a lot of people have situations where they have a kid or they have responsibilities that are difficult. But when it comes to my son, there are positives to him. I talk about autism appreciation. I preach it. I want the whole world to to know about it. I think it's it's transcends autism awareness. It, it goes above and beyond autism acceptance. Autism appreciation is not simply asking people to just accept that he's here or be aware that he's here. It's actually telling people that his autism in many ways is something that should be appreciated and admired because of the great things that it brings to his personality. And trust me, it brings a lot of great things to his personality. And one of those things I talked about on Monday, and it was mindfulness. And I talked about learning mindfulness and um, patience from my nonverbal child. And I can't even tell you guys how true that is. It's weird because it's not one of those things where sometimes I write these blogs and I think to myself, someone outside my home might think that I'm just kind of like trying to convince myself or uh, create this narrative that makes it sound positive when it's not. But I got news for you. When Lucas isn't here, when both my kids aren't here, I, you know, I go up and down. We all go up and down on our mood. Something happens. It makes you annoyed. You're, you're thinking about things. You're in your own head. I always say that I'm in my head. Um, and you get to that point. But when my son is here, I can't be like that. He lifts me up in ways I can't even begin to describe because he is in the moment constantly. Lucas doesn't really do chronological time. There's not a lot of, hey, tomorrow we're going to go to the swimming pool. He doesn't care about tomorrow. Tomorrow, what? Is, what? And it sounds like such a weird thing to say, but you know, anybody who knows my son, anybody who knows our situation would understand what I'm saying when I say this. People ask about, like, does he know it's Christmas? Does he know it's his birthday? And I had written blogs about this. And one of the reasons why it's hard to answer that question is because I'm not sure Lucas is aware that certain days are attributed to certain things. I don't think he thinks of the world in terms of days and, you know, today's Tuesday and then there's Wednesday. He doesn't really do it like that. He just kind of goes with the flow and he gets excited about things we're going to do. And I try to do that with him. I'll be like, hey, we're going to do this. And I do all my hand motions and all that stuff. But Lucas is in the moment. Lucas does what he does now. And there's not a lot of, you know, I mean, he might have an upsetting day and be in a bad mood after, but if you can give him the things he wants and you can um, put him in a place where he's happy, he stays happy. He doesn't harp on things. He doesn't, he doesn't get anxiety about things upcoming. He doesn't really focus on anything upcoming. And because of that, when he's there and you're sitting there and you're on the couch and you're annoyed or you're feeling bad for yourself, and he was a big part of helping me through this a year ago when I talked about how difficult everything was for me at the end of 2022. Um, He'll walk over to you and just tap me on the on the shoulder and I'll look over and he'll smile or he'll clap and he'll dance in my face. 
to the point where, I mean, my daughter and I will be watching TV and he just decides all of a sudden he's excited about his show and he'll stand up with his iPad up to his ear and start screaming with this giant smile on his face and hop in front of us, in front of the TV. I'm like, dude, can you look, Lucas? Good. Right, yay. Okay. And a part of you wants to be annoyed, you know, and you think you hear this story and people think to themselves, oh my God, I would be like, get out of my way. You won't. And I'll tell you why, because your instinct is to do that. There are times when you jump somewhere and I'd be like, Lucas, can you sit down? But before it even comes out of my mouth, you you end up being like, yay. All right, buddy. Because it's, it's so hard not to embrace that enthusiasm. It's so hard not to kind of get that infectious passion within you. And I need it. It comes to me at the times where I need it the most. My son doesn't let you be in a bad mood, you know? I think one of the reasons I'm a morning person, at least when when they're here, is because I get him up in the morning and it's like it's like having a fan, you know, waiting for you outside with an autograph book. I go into his room and he jumps up and he's laughing and he's clapping and he's grabbing me and he's kissing me on the face and it's just like it's such a good feeling to have a person like that. And that's that's what my son does for me and that's kind of what he brings into the world. And I talked about it, you know, and this has been something that's been a theme for a while, even at his graduation, when he went to the graduation and he came out on stage and he walked up to get his diploma and he's supposed to go over and shake hands with the principal. And he walked over and instead of shaking hands with the principal, he walked to the front of the stage and just looked at the audience like, hey, and everyone's like, woo. <laughs> and I was like, that's my boy. That's who he is. He makes people happy um, just to be around him. And that's, I'm very lucky to have that uh, in my life. And I know, I know I'm lucky to have that in my life because I know that not only is that not something that's typical um, for a quote unquote typical kid, you know, I have a daughter. I love my daughter. People love my daughter, but she's a person. She's a person like me. And, you know, I don't bring people joy everywhere I go, you know, it's just is what it is. But for some reason, Lucas's personality allows him to do that. And the way autism affects him allows him to do that. But I recognize that that is not every kid with autism. And I recognize that that's not every special needs child. Some people don't exude that kind of happiness and enthusiasm. I know others who do. I know other kids who are are very similar to him. And I know kids who are the opposite end of that, even though they might also be nonverbal or have autism. I think it's it's a wide-reaching spectrum. And because of that, I am so lucky to have that in my life. And when I talk about autism appreciation, and I talk about the things that I appreciate within my son that autism brings to his table, I truly believe that every single person who has autism or has special needs of some sort, there are benefits and positives that that brings to their personality because it alters their personality in in a whole different way. You know, it makes you a different person. And that's that's one of the things that I've written about in the past that I feel like sometimes gets lost a bit in translation where I talk about how I would never cure him, quote unquote, if I could, which is, you know, don't get me wrong. If someone can come along and be like, oh, no, no, listen, your son can do these things and he'll learn and he'll be able to talk and he'll be able to do these things and it's a process, I would do it. I would absolutely want to give him the um, most opportunities within his life. I want to make him able to interact with as many people as possible. I want him to be everything he could possibly be. But I wouldn't want to wave a magic wand and just take away his autism tomorrow because I don't even know who that would make him. I don't know who he would be. Do you know what I mean? So that feeling of enthusiasm, that um, 
almost, I don't say oblivious, but like that, that feeling where he doesn't care about time tomorrow, yesterday, he lives in the moment. That sense that I feel autism brings to, to the table for him, the happiness, the joy, the excitement, the friendliness, the lack of ego, which is a big thing too. My son's not embarrassed by things. I wrote about that last week. You know, just like I sit around, I'll be like, while I'm like writing something. But if somebody walks by, I stop doing that because I don't want them to see me doing that. He doesn't do that. He jumps, he screams. If something hits him a certain way and he's excited, he does it. And he doesn't care who knows. And I admire that. So many things to admire about having uh, having a boy like mine. And I'm I'm lucky to be able to share that with you guys. I'm lucky to be able to talk about that because there was a time period in our lives when he was young and I didn't know a lot of stuff. And that's one of the reasons why I think a lot of parents who were in my position sometimes, I don't want to say hide a child like that, but they don't bring them out as much. They don't talk as much about them. Um, and it wasn't out of shame and it wasn't out of anything like that. It was out of the fact that people would ask me questions I couldn't answer. And it made me feel like a bad dad. Does he know it's his birthday? I don't know. Why does he do that? I don't know. You know, and when they're young, that hurts. You feel like a failure as a parent. You feel like, how do I not know my kid? But as they grow and as you get to know them and as you're, you're able to tell people more about them and as you're able to say, I don't know to certain aspects and not feel like a terrible parent, it allows you to share them with the world. And that's what I do. And that's why I'm here. And that's why I talk to you guys about him. I want everybody to know about him. I want more people to be like him. Um, he just turns my day around. And he's definitely turned... Uh, my week around, my year around, and my life around, because this week has been, it's been so great to have him back almost immediately. You know, I go from feeling like, eh, to all of a sudden it's like, we're laughing, we're jumping and we're singing Raffi songs. And I don't know, I feel important again. And it's a good feeling when he's around. So I appreciate having him and I want you guys to know about that. So thank you always for letting me share that with you uh, for autism appreciation and all of that. This has been really a year unlike any other 2023 i said before went in like a lion and is going out like a lamb um for lack of a better term it's got to be a better way to put it because it's not lamb is not really a good way to put it and lion is maybe a little uh off but you guys get what i'm saying we came into this year with my head and my life in a place that i did not think it would ever be in and we are leaving the year with my head and my life in a place that i never thought it would be in and both of those are on opposite sides uh, of a very long spectrum. So thank you guys for your support. And on top of it too, thank you for allowing me to do this. Thank you for the, the podcast. Thank you for the support on the blogs. I don't know if I properly explain how important it is for me to be able to talk about my life and talk about my family and get these things out uh, and how much that benefits me, but it does. And the fact that you guys listen and you provide feedback and you go back and forth, it really means the world to me. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I'm a pretty lucky guy. And, uh, and you guys and my kids and just the people in my life, Lauren Christian, everybody's a part of that. And it has really, uh, it's put me in a good place. So thank you. And I will see you next Friday, right here on high pod. I'm dad.com. I don't even know if I said that any streaming service, high blog, I'm dad.com Monday, Wednesday, every week. Join me. Thank you. Follow me on social media. Hi, James Gutman. Hi, James Gutman. Um, I would love to to hear from you, drop me a line. Until next time, James Gutman, be well. Bye, Pod. I'm Dad. <laughs>